You're listening to The Daily Lunch on RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's time to get cooking. Let's cook up a storm in the kitchen with our resident spice queen, Veronica Hewins. Hello, Veronica. How are you this week? Oh, hello, Jill. I'm fine. And how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. I'm actually uh, very excited because uh, you are cooking a curry today that I absolutely adore. And that's at Rogan... Now, you say Rogan Gosh. We always sort of... um, I don't know, we've always known it as Rogan Josh, but is gosh the right way to pronounce it? It is, and we say gosh because when you pronounce it between the Hindi and the English, it's actually sounded as gosh, gosh meaning yeet, so that's what it's called. And today I'm going to be cooking beef Rogan gosh. Each part of India has got its own specified regions where they have their own culinary. So this is the northern part of India and it's got a lovely spicy to hot flavour and it is absolutely, in Rogan Gosh is an exotic meal. It was served uh, among the emperors and the kings So, and it was a meat-eating dish. So when Britain ruled India, they indulged in this dish and if you watch Rick Stein, he also uh, cooks it on his um, uh, programs and he also has it in his restaurant. So what better way to uh, give all my secrets and recipe tips to my listeners and uh, out there at the RNIB Connect Radio. So, oh, fantastic. Uh, well, listen, we feel very privileged to get all your secret recipes. Uh, how do we start this Rogan Gosh off? So like I said, gosh is meat. Now you can use lamb or you can use beef. For some reason, I prefer beef. I know it's very exotic and uh, expensive, but uh, I'm a bit picky with my cooking. So when I cook this dish, I use beef. If you can get a bit of bones as well, that'll be fantastic uh, from your butcher. But try and get a nice bit of beef, not a very lean bit, but with a bit of rind or fat at the end of it. Chunk out your beef in uh, fairly large cubes or strips and leave it aside then you need a tin of tomatoes a tablespoon of tomato puree and some fresh tomatoes two onions pureed a pint of water one and a half teaspoon of chili powder two teaspoons of cumin powder half a teaspoon of turmeric powder one tablespoon of ginger paste, one tablespoon of garlic paste, two cinnamon sticks, two cardamom pods, and two cloves. Like I said before, when you get cooking, make cooking interesting. Have all your ingredients ready for your uh, by your side, because when you cook with spices, you find that uh, spices burn very quickly. So don't switch on your cooker with the oil and then go hunting for your spices because you would come back to a pot that is disastrous and especially if you're cooking with beef you don't want to lose your beef because beef is expensive so i've got all my spices laid out here i've got my beef kept aside i'm going to mix in a bowl my chili powder cumin powder ginger and garlic paste and i've also got my tinned tomato and onion puree I'm going to heat the wok with oil and fry my ingredients that I have mixed together in a bowl. That is the chili powder, cumin powder, ginger garlic paste, and begin to fry. This is a very important part of Indian.
on your spices. Use a wooden spoon and make sure, again, the oil begins to surface on top. Now add your cinnamon sticks, your cardamom pods and cloves. Remember to discard this at the end because the last thing you want to do is to bite into a clove. So uh, fry all your spices well, adding your onion paste, your tinned tomato, your tomato puree. Keep frying all the ingredients till it's well and truly cooked. And the aroma begins to waft through the house and through the neighborhood and everybody knows you're cooking and when you open the door, you've known that a curry has been cooked in this household, just like mine today. Then you've got your lovely fatty beef at the side that is soaking in a little bit of cold water. Now, quickly take this beef and gently remove all the water and add the beef into the ingredients. Add salt to taste. And keep cooking. If you've got some bones from the butcher, like I said, add the bones into the beef rogan gauche. It can either be even lamb bones if you can't get hold of beef bones because they're very hard to get hold of. But the bones just add this lovely flavor, bringing out its own natural sauce. Is it the marrow that's coming from the bone that adds yeah. the, yes, the, the marrow kind of... that's coming from the yeah. bones? That's bringing out its own lovely flavours. And I suppose and it makes it a bit more gelatinous as well. It Veronica. does, it does. That's the word I was looking for, is to bring it, bringing out that lovely, thick, glossy look into your, uh, into your curry and making it absolutely finger-licking good, Jill. And now you add your fresh tomato to garnish, salt to taste. Turn the heat down and cook for 45 minutes. And... When all the water and the tomato is cooked to a good consistency and the beef is lovely and tender, just like I have it here, you can also add some fresh tomato and a bit of vinegar. Use some balsamic vinegar if you have it in the cupboard or if not, just use ordinary malt vinegar. And this just explodes all the flavours and your curry is absolutely delicious. It sounds amazing, Veronica. It really, really does. Tell me, you're talking about um, meat on the bone. My favourite, apart from a fillet of beef, which I absolutely adore, uh, my favourite uh, meat on the bone, my favourite beef on the bone, would probably be shin of beef because I think if you cook it for long enough, it's the most tender, beautiful flavoursome piece of meat you can get and um, would you be able to do something like this with with shin of, of beef? Yes you can yes you can, obviously you've got wanting the beef to be fairly tender you don't want a very tough cut of beef so um, I, I would say if you've got a good piece of beef with a lovely bit of rind in it, fat to cook through and if you yeah, that would be perfect. Would Go you have to it. cook it for longer, though? Because I know that with, with shin of beef, you've got to kind of cook it for a lot longer. Yes, yes. You, you can cook it cook it through as long as the consistency is fairly thick at the end. And like I said, it, um, if you, you, it's got to have this lovely, glossy, gelatinous. <laughs> gelatinous, yeah, help me along there. And that sort of look at the end of it, and the beef is fairly soft. 
your dish is perfect. As I said, it all depends on people's uh, cookers as well. If you're using a, an electric cooker, then this dish is going to take a lot longer. If you've got a pressure cooker, that's fine. It's going to take a lot sooner. So we are looking at minutes between anything from 45 to an hour and a half, depending on your cooker. Again, this dish, if it's cooked the night before and soaked into uh, and left to soak overnight, it has beautiful flavors and uh, it tastes a lot better. It's more like a pickling dish. It tastes fantastic the next day. You can have it with naan bread or rice and you can really impress your guests. Well, listen, you've really impressed me, I have to say. That sounds absolutely beautiful. And uh, I'm looking forward very much to trying that myself. Veronica, thank you so much for joining us here on RNIB Connect Radio. And we'll speak to you again next week. Thank you, Jill. You have a good day. And to all my listeners, get cooking and, let, and do write in to us to let us know how you have enjoyed our dishes.